better than me, better than me. Come on with it, motherfucker. I'm right fucking here. I'm a soldier. You're a victim. Fuck off, bitch. So this week's segment is about Google <laughs> <Eagle> 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the do's and don'ts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 158, November 3rd, 2019, with your host, Mid Thank you all for listening. Super show tonight. Second week in a row with Adam Hoover. Who'd have thought? The guy likes coming on podcasts. I think we're going to see his own show eventually. But for now, we are happy to have him sitting in on Far North Tokers. We may have a few other guests. I'm recording this earlier because, again, going out. People seem to like to record on Sunday nights. This week, right in with news, testing in Alaska. We have a major upset with Common Collective, Ron Bass. We have a violation. Or notice. Let's just go read that right now. This is what is coming out this week. Advisory notice. Date, November 1st, 2019. This is to all licensees. This is a notice to you as a licensee that an incident has occurred or a defect is noted that could result in a violation of a statute, regulation, or municipal ordinance. Note, this is not an accusation or criminal complaint. On November 1st, 2019, all packages that originated from Calm and Collective have been placed on administrative hold. If you have an effective product in your inventory, it must be immediately removed from your shelves and placed into quarantine. Affected packages are identifiable in metric on the on-hold tab in packages. AMCO and the Department of Environmental Conservation Pesticide Control Program are conducting an investigation. AMCO took this action under 3AAC 306.830 because we have received credible information that the licensee used one or more pesticides on marijuana grown in this facility that pose a threat to human health. Specifically, the licensee is alleged to have used Eagle 20, a pesticide containing myclobutanil. Hmm, do not know if I said that right. Myclobutanil, we shall see later. Which is stable at room temperature, but releases a toxic gas, hydrogen cyanide when combusted. Um, anyone light their weed on fire? Huh, anyone? Any updates will be communicated with all licensees as soon as possible crickets last couple days although friday was the announcement maybe something big will come out tomorrow if you need immediate assistance please contact criminal justice technician jason davies j holsher Mm. big things coming down what is tested in alaska two things potency and microbial wait a minute this is pesticide Hmm. up here in alaska apparently we're under the honor system you're just not supposed to do it and you're supposed to report anything you put in there not sure why we're not having that. Is this because it's too expensive? So we just trust them to do it? Can't be trusted anymore, can it? Are we going to let one person ruin it? Or let one person establish that this is a need? We're going to see what Adam Hoover has to say about this. And he says Ron Bass is the first person he worked for in the rec market. He's not working for him anymore. Currently in Alaskan Blooms. We're going to find out what Adam has to say about Ron Bass. Testing and Eagle 20. Here we go. Special thanks to token sponsors, Green Dreams Cultivation and Frizzin Farms. Both can be found at Alaskan Blooms Retail. 
Here's Token. Come on down to Alaskan Blooms for the finest cannabis in Alaska. We've got deals going all week to show our appreciation to our wonderful customers. Sunday Fun Day is the perfect day to try out our wide selection of CBD products. Purchase any CBD product and save 5%. On Munchy Monday, we've got something for you bakers and chemists out there. Save 10% on ounces of B-grade trim and a variety of your favorite strains and create something to brighten days. Turpy Tuesday is the perfect day to savor the flavor and save $70 on baller jars of refined loud resin and baller slabs of creative confection shatter. Come in on Wednesday and we'll knock $5 off on all vape cartridges. Feeling parched? On Thirsty Thursday, buy two or more Red Run hash shades for just $18 each. On Fire Eater Friday, any product made by Fire Eater is 10% off. Whether it's marshmallows, hard candy, or soda, there's something to take care of that sweet tooth. Finally, swing on by Shatterday and save 10% on your Shatter purchase. Eight AM to midnight, twenty four forty three R Villa Street, Fairbanks, AlaskanBlooms.com. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with the consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults twenty one and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. So this week's segment is about Google 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the do's and don'ts. <laughs> mm-hmm. How prevalent is Eagle 20? This shit's like federally illegal. Yeah. <laughs> like, how yeah. prevalent is it? Like, don't touch so? it. It's only, there's like what, a... Is it around? I, I mean, it's I obviously think, around. Obviously. I think <laughs> you're, there's some kind of stipulations where certain... Applications, it's allowed. You know what I mean. In U.S. Yes. Yeah, it's really like, but it's very, very small. Produce you know? things, apples, oranges. I think those are. I don't know specific. I couldn't say. You know what I mean. I don't know 100 percent for Colorado Green Lab, Eagle Twenty, and Mike Lou Butanil in the context of cannabis cultivation and consumption, May 14, 2015. On March 23rd, several Denver-based marijuana grow operations were ordered to quarantine plants after it was determined that they were treated with Eagle 20, a fungicidal pesticide. Mycobutanil-based fungicides, including Eagle 20, are applied to a wide range of edible agricultural products, grapes, apples, spinach, etc. When applied correctly, mycobutanil is known to have low toxicity to humans. Mycobutanil-based fungicides, include Eagle 20 EW, are not currently approved for use in the United States on tobacco, the only other than marijuana smokable agricultural commodity. The toxicity and health effects of mycobutanil in the context of combustion, inhalation, versus ingestion have not been assessed. Mycobutanil is the active ingredient in several brands of pesticides, including Eagle 20 EW, mycobutanil, Butanil works by blocking a key enzyme involved in fungal cell membrane synthesis, leading to abnormal cell growth and eventual death of the fungal pathogen. Mycobutanil is a systemic fungicide, meaning it is absorbed at the site of application, example leaf, and distributed throughout the rest of the plant, thereby providing more comprehensive protection from fungal infection. As a systemic chemical, mycobutanil cannot be removed by washing treated crops, although residue will decrease in plant tissues over time. The final remaining residue levels vary considerably and are highly dependent on the rate of application. 
time of last application before harvest, and how well the specific plant clears the chemical from its system. The EPA is responsible for regulating the pesticides used by growers to protect crops and for setting limits on the amount of pesticides that may remain in or on foods marketed in the USA. These limits on pesticides left on foods are called tolerances in the U.S. The EPA establishes tolerances on or each pesticide based on potential risk to human health posed by that pesticide using actual or estimated residue data as well as non-human toxicity studies to reflect real-world exposure as closely as possible. Tolerance levels for microbutanil were established for exposure via inhalation, absorption through the skin, during pesticide application to crops, and ingestion of agricultural commodities treated with microbutanil. Microbutanil, absorbed by the most common route, dietary exposure is metabolized by gut enzymes and the liver prior to entering the bloodstream. Microbutanil absorbed via inhalation enters the bloodstream directly via the lungs. Inhalation of this residue could expose cannabis users to hydrogen cyanide. As noted on the Eagle 20 material safety data sheet, microbutanil is stable at room temperature, but releases a highly toxic gas if heated past its boiling point of 205 degrees Celsius. Disposable butane lighters commonly used to ignite marijuana during consumption produce temperatures in excess of 450. Not good, people. Not good. Sure, but I know it's only a couple of things, and it's only because, like, the way that they're processed or, and consumed, you know what I mean? And I think it has to do with lighting it. Like, right. it gets over 200 degrees. Right, it can't be on anything that's being combusted or, you know, fucking inhaled. Yeah, it's or cyanide, then. This yeah, it's food. definitely <laughs> deadly poisonous. Yeah, it's not good for you. Why? <laughs> So, so this why, lady here says it's for growing MTF. <laughs> why is it happening? Why what? Why is it used? Oh, because Knowing it's super it, effective as a pesticide. So something gets on your plants. <laughs> right. So you're looking at an X value of product. Right. And you're saying, I'm not going to throw this Right. And you've already thrown everything in the kitchen sink at it, you know what I mean, that they have at the local store. Or, so, or hopefully. you've been lazy as shit. And you just rely on this super toxic fucking shit to kill everything. That's the other way because if you take right. if you take precautions in your protocols, but things you know, always happen bad, right? No matter. Well, yeah, shit, everything happens bad, but you should already have some sort of protocol for tending to insects or pests or that does not include Eagle Twenty. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, you know, like you know, Eagle Twenty should be like D Day, like. The only reason I'm going to use it is because I want to stop it from infecting the rest of the town. Um, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I would, I would, I've never used anything like that, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't... I don't see any reason that should ever be used in, in a cannabis cultivation. So it's found that it was used? Or uh, why... I mean, I don't know 100%. I, I saw the picture or whatever <laughs> of the... I mean, it was obviously there in the facility. Like, there was a picture of it in the facility. Oh, I did not see that. There's, 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 that. there's a picture on Facebook of uh, somebody holding a bottle of <coughs> and And you could see it's inside the facility. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh. bam, here's the Eagle 20. <laughs> so it's like... Are they... I'm pretty sure that's probably what prompted. Was that the mole, the spy, or whatever that was showing pictures, or was that just an, a dumb person taking a picture or something? Yeah, I mean, so I don't know about like a mole or a spy or anything, <laughs> but <laughs> but it was. Uh, Why did you take a picture of that? Yeah, 
Oh, is this probably, I don't know. Probably blown away, you know what I mean? Like, holy oh. wow. Look at this. You know what I mean? Look at what I have to fucking spray at work. Probably, that picture honestly was probably taken initially to show somebody, like somebody that he knew personally or something. You know what I mean? Like, look, at, the, look at this fucking crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like, but, you know, when you're working at the place, it's, I don't know. You gotta do what your boss tells you. Right, you know, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty tough. I know everybody likes to, you know, say, play the what if game and oh, if I did this or, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't know. I work for Ron too. You know what I mean. And like, I everybody's got their lines that they're How'd that willing happen? to cross. How did you? Or, um, how did you meet Ron? <laughs> I met Ron while I worked at Southside Garden Supply because he used to come in as a customer, just come in talking mad shit and like, <laughs> yeah. just like we see now. Or yeah, 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 just not mad shit like in a bad way or anything. Just like he's no, just, just loud. Yeah, he's just a loud guy and fucking. He would just come in talking about how he had this massive grow and fucking putting in big orders for all kinds of nutrients. And, and uh, yeah, he just basically poached me from Southside, came in and offered me a job. He knew how much I made there. He and you said the right things to him back and figured you could do what you I mean, wanted. I think, yeah, he just, I just told him, we just talked about growing, you know what I mean? He just asked me a couple things about growing and he knew that I was knew something about growing. Uh, Did he ask you to order Eagle 20? <laughs> no, he he knew better than ask me any dumb shit like that. But no, he, he fucking offered me a job, and I took it. This is Calm and Collective? Yep, the Cultivation Calm and Collective out in uh, fucking Willow or Houston or wherever it's at. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's Willow. When is this? This no, is early. Houston. Houston. It's Houston. Early, early, right? I mean, this is right in the very beginning. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that would have been 2016, spring, maybe? Where does Midnight Greenery fall in that time? I'm going to talk about that one, but was that, you oh, say, yeah, it was your first So, vehicle. So, Midnight Greenery was was prior to... Okay, that's what I was thinking. But, mm-hmm. so you don't classify that because they, they never really got up and running. Right, right. there was no license, you right. know what I mean? It, there was no. It wasn't a legal cannabis job because there was no license anywhere. You was know? that your guys? Your one of your initial uh, dream starters? Your jump ins to get going? Yeah, no. So uh, I, that was the first weed job, or like I guess you could say a weed <laughs> job that I had since I got out of the army. Because I got out of the army and I drove cab for a little while, and I was looking for like a graphics graphic design job or whatever. And fucking, that's where I found them was on Craigslist through a graphic design job ad. They were looking for someone to make a logo for them. Oh, nice. Sarah and Keenan. And so that's why I found them. Yeah, that was like that a was in 2015. falling out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane, dude. Like, like, yeah. But yeah, that, that was in 2015. That was like right after I got out of the army. And then so after that shit all fell apart, I was like, fuck you guys. I'm all going to the woods. And I went and I lived in the woods by myself for a little while. Well, with my wife and my kids. But <laughs> we went up to Cali and stayed in the camper. Like really lived in the woods? Like yeah, off grid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I mean, I can only do it with the white We had power, but yeah, it was pretty. Just away from people. Right, just away from family. Yeah, yeah, just get yeah. away from everybody. It was pretty good. It was a pretty good year. <laughs> but yeah, no, after that, got a job at Southside. It was like. Uh, you came out of the woods. Came out of the woods, lived in Wasilla, got a place in Wasilla, <clears> working at Southside. And then, uh, yeah, Ron poached me out of there and I went to go work at his place. And then what happens? Are, are you just um, just working in there with a lot of growers? Uh, no, no. It, <laughs> it was 
It was really just me and Johnny. So Johnny was the was the the head grower when I went there. <coughs> so this is what happened was Ron came around Southside trying to poach me and my buddy Brandon, who also worked at Southside, to come work for him. Because he was having issues out there, obviously. And he knew it, but he would never really fully admit it. Was it just him growing? No, it was just Johnny. Oh, gotcha. And I mean, but the thing is, is not Johnny just got thrown in there, too. You know what I mean? I ain't going to throw Johnny under the bus. Johnny's a good grower, and he knows what he's doing. But. And it's all going from small to large. And when you go from small to large, it's just in a different way. Right, building, well, and the thing is, is, like, freaking Ron has no standard of quality when it comes to growing or you know end product or any of that shit like he straight just took dirty plants and brought them into that place to to start that growth <coughs> so like before before i was ever involved what's dirty plant mean oh like has bugs and pm and you know it's not well not just because it was already real, it was right, available. right right that's just what he already had going on at the time or you know that's just how that was his standard you know what I mean? Even have fucking fans there, right? <laughs> right. Dude, when I showed up there, it You're was like, like fucking fourteen hundred like plants, fourteen hundred plants, and fucking in bags just sitting on the floor. Everything being hand watered, and there's just water all across the floor everywhere. You know what I mean? And there's just these giant mother plants. He had these like twelve or fourteen mother plants that were like fucking ten and twelve feet tall in this big ass room. Monster fucking mother plants, just. Fucking bushy as fuck, super thick, full of PM. <laughs> oh. Shit was gnarly. It was already, by the time I got there, it was already like balls deep. Like any, anybody who had grown on any type of scale would definitely go in and be like hesitant. You know what I mean? Either want to want to just turn around and walk away or want to be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, let's change all this shit and fucking get this thing fixed. Uh, but you know, it's really hard to get a new job and come in on day one and be like, "Fucking you what guys are fucked." Fuck? You know what I mean? But me and Brandon both. <laughs> Brandon started working there part time, and I started working there full time. And uh, Brandon made it a couple weeks. You know what I mean? He was just there was too much tension between the. There was a couple other people in the that worked in like the veg area or something. Um, can't even remember the lady's name. She was a lady that worked there. Ron, she probably still works there. I don't know. She was not the super most, uh, you know, competent grower person. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like she probably just had the job there because she was Ron's friend, I guess. Um, How long the beginning started? Hmm? You were just with your friends and you brought them in? and Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, definitely a lot of people did that. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, Ron, Ron being the guy that he is, uh, having the standards that he already had, he didn't bring in nobody that had no better standards than him. You know what I mean? Except for Johnny. Johnny was there. When I got there, Johnny was like a fucking a lonely island, man. He was like surrounded by chaos. <laughs> and fucking, it was bad. It was gnarly. And... So Brandon made it a couple weeks. Brandon quit. He just couldn't handle. Well, wasn't Ron growing? R- Ron was just bossing Johnny around. Like Johnny would try to do things or like make suggestions or say, "Hey, let's do this or try this or change this," and Ron would just be like, "No, fuck that." You know, fucking go off the deep end and start going crazy. And or you know, I don't know. It's kind of hit or miss. Sometimes he would listen to shit, but most of the time he wouldn't. 
And, I mean, that in itself could be super frustrating as someone who's trying to work with them, but... Hello. Aurora Apothecary CBD Superstore, located downtown Fairbanks. Aurora Apothecary CBD Superstore, located downtown Fairbanks, provides families, people, and pets with a wide variety of products from Mother Nature. We carry brands like Renew, Green Roads, Creating Better Days, CBD Plus Oil, and Select. Aurora Apothecary, 2nd Avenue, Fairbanks, Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., 456 that's 456-4367. Aurora Apothecary, your CBD superstore for pets and people. Have a wonderful day. We've had four voices here, so let me let me make sure people are hearing voices. We've got Adam, Bub, Ryan, Ryan. Mid, and a studio audience that may or may not chime in. Get involved. You guys First should time I'm that wrong. I'm that wrong at the. I'm that wrong at the. Hemp fest. Hit the button. Mm-hmm. That's right. I met him at the hemp mm-hmm. fest. Dude. He was like straight up a used car salesman, loud, obnoxious. What, what makes a used car salesman loud, Just loud, obnoxious? Tell you whatever the fuck you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of it in New York. Like, fuck our town. I have like 35 used car sales. Yeah, I definitely knew that, that that there was. I was getting into some of that with Ron. You know what I mean? When I got the job, just from interactions with him at South. But it's your shot in. You're sitting in there. Here's a chance. Right. It was. It was a. It was a cannabis industry job, and you know, I will lie. That's the main reason I took it. It was like I'll get, I'm getting paid to grow weed. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck, fuck them. Fuck the haters. You know what I mean? Right. Growing weed, getting paid. But oh, that's good. But yeah, it didn't last very long. I was only there <coughs> for the, you know three months, four months. I wasn't Florida. there for very long. Hippies reserve from frozen. That shit's dank. I can smell it. Smells berry. That's what we've just been passing around. Oh man, frozen. That's a good mixture. I miss that lemon with that mm. with the root mm. <coughs> It's a back to common collective. Yeah, you walk in. What you, I, I guess you were getting ready to say that it, it's hard for anyone to walk into a place and take over completely your new boss, but you're coming from a grow it's shop where you're so expected good. and you're hired to know how to grow, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I went in there pretty open-minded, honestly. And like, even seeing what I saw, like I tried to just like. Worst case, this is like a really good learning lesson. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna come out of here knowing more than I went you get going it. in. So, I mean, I just tried to. I got to know Johnny real good, you know, <coughs> and and figured out that situation real quick, and uh, just came. I mean, it, it, see, I was only there for a couple months, and it, it went by pretty quick. But there was just a lot of like shenanigans. You know what I mean? I, there were probably shenanigans in every. May, may, I'm gonna say seventy five percent of every first that first six months business. What are you yeah. talking about, Willis? 
Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I so, was in one of those licenses. You know, but our shenanigans like, are fun and cheeky. Your shenanigans uh, poison people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's Ooh. different. Like, Ooh. I don't know, shenanigans. Well, shenanigans here. Yeah, well, that's a different. What are you talking about? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, what you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? I don't know. Shenanigans right from the start in a bad way. Like, I don't want to, I just don't want to, it's hard to say like real super specific things without feeling real snitchy, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like I don't want to say nothing super like incriminating or like say specific events or things that he did or whatever, you know, I don't want to like put him out like that. But, but there was definitely some things that he like asked me to do that I said no, you know what I mean? That's not how you do that. We have to do this, this way. And like, as far as growing, (coughs) yeah, no, just as far as operation and the cultivation and like, you know, fucking waste disposal and fucking doing things. Following rules. Like, right. Following rules. That's it. Like, you know, not farming. He would just get a hair up his ass and be like, Oh, we're just going to do this crazy thing. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, 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 no. Hang on. We can't just do that. You know what I mean? Like we can do it, but there's a certain way we have to do it. You know, like you got to put in the paperwork and pay the fee and, do the things and and Ron was just not about that. Ron didn't want to hear none of that shit. Ron just wanted to do what Ron wanted to do, and he didn't want nobody hindering his show in any kind of way. You know what I mean? And so he found out real quick that I would say I would shut him down on all that shit, and so he just wouldn't ask me. He would go ask other people. Other, you know, there was other people that worked there that would do those things for him. I wouldn't. <laughs> I feel Nick real hard. You know what I mean? Like I feel it, dude. Because I was there. I was in that situation on my old phone. I got pics and videos. Not that I ever like. I'm not. You know, I never took that stuff to be to like go use it maliciously against Ron or post it places, which I never did. You know what I mean? But I definitely have an old phone somewhere with like pics of some gnarly shit, dude. Some gnarly shit, like. Things that what was your intention behind taking those pics? Just like it's like taking a picture of the Grand Canyon, dude. It's like you know what I mean. It's like I've never seen anything like that in my life, and I have been in, in and I have been in some large scale grow operations. You know what I mean? Consistently for a long time in my life, never seen anything like that. You know what I mean? I, I've seen tons of like regular aphids or thrip damage you know what i mean that was real i that was the most things that i'd ever really seen never seen spider mites uh up close and personal and where you had to fight it with a sword right or like where there was webbing and things you know what i mean i never saw that i only saw that like in pictures on the internet or like in a magazine or something or you know never saw it in person (coughs) same thing with like fucking powdery mildew i had only ever seen in nature you know what i mean like on plants outside i had never seen powdery mildew on plants that i had grown i'd never had powdery mildew never seen it with my own two get lucky or you just knew how to do it or i you know i guess just like got told these certain things to avoid these certain problems and had just always done that you know what i mean and fucking never had no issues going from never having it to seeing probably the worst case of powdery mildew you've ever seen in your life you know what I mean? It was pretty, like, there was times where I was just, ooh, that's hot. Huh? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> there was times where I was just in awe, you know what I mean? And, and it was just, like, for me, I just took it just to, just took pictures or videos or whatever I took. I was in there with the scope taking videos of bugs and checking things out and, you know, just to go home and look on the internet and see well, what's what happened what. with that week. 
Just get concentrated? That weed? Oh, no. So this you was the... It. Like, I mean... I don't know if I've ever I'll, had so, so I don't think it's even a secret or anything. So, like, I mean, I'll disclose his tech or whatever. Like, his solution to all that stuff. And, like, I don't know, you know whatever fucking his paperwork is and they have, may have changed things and this was years ago you know what I, mean? I don't know what their operating plan was then and i have no idea what it is now i'm not sure but what was actually happening was that shit was just getting the old fucking jorge cervantes fucking chopping fucking washing h2o2 and fucking was getting sprayed down with the hose on a fucking clothing rack and put into the dryer so it was just getting washed and then there I mean? was a lucky sample that just got lucky picked to get so that's Mac from yeah dreams yeah you know I would never was in charge of pulling samples or any of that you know that's one of them things that like Ron was uh, did himself probably I don't know how some of that stuff seen it with my own two eyes and then even going buying product that came out of the store out through the retail and looking at the bud and seeing powder powdering mildew on it you know how could that even be you know what I mean it's like Jesus how did that pass and make it to a store and you're you're one of the top influencers in Alaska cannabis so how did you I mean feel I don't know about, about that I definitely no, probably wasn't at the time uh, you okay you weren't at the time you okay I mean I don't know maybe I probably had a little I don't even yeah I don't well, how did think you feel I, about posting then like when you were like holy shit uh, like Cause you want to be proud of you. No, I, yeah, I, dude, I 100. When I went to Comic Collective, I was like totally. At first, I was like on the side of like, don't tell any, don't talk, you don't talk about Fight Club. You know what I mean? Like, fucking, don't say shit to nobody. You know what I mean? Don't. The only people who really know what's going on is the people who work here. You know what I mean? And outside of that, I did a lot of really nicely staged photos and like made things look as good as I possibly could for social media. I did, you know, their the Instagram account and everything for them, Facebook and stuff. But um yeah, no, it was uh it was definitely a fight to want to promote the place and be like, yo, check out this place that I work for and go buy this weed that I helped grow and you know what I mean and all these things. But and at the same time I can't, I can't not do that because I work there. You know what I mean? So if you work there and you're not being like, yo, check out this weed I grew, then what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? Like, it seems a little fishy. But so, they didn't stay long. Right. But that was the thing. It's like, you know, it didn't take long to figure out that things weren't going to change and Ron was just going to keep doing shit his way. And, like, we just had kind of a little bit of... I mean, I had already accepted things for the way they were, and I was just doing my job until Making I found money. something better. You know what I mean? Had no bad intentions for Ron or his place or whatever. I'm like, it is what it is. That shit's going to fail. You know what I mean? I'm like, that shit is going down. I never thought he would have made it this long doing the same things he'd been doing. You know what I mean? I thought six months after I left, he was going to get his license taken away. You know? What happened? Why? Got better people in there? Or just kept on going? Eh, it was just quiet. Just just nothing. Nothing. You know, if you don't rock the boat. Right. Nothing. Nothing. You came don't up get enough. in trouble. Yeah. But he was a captain of a rocky boat. No, right. he never rocked the boat. He just, never, yeah. he never rocked he never the boat no until big, like the yeah, last year. Yeah, he never year. had no big violations or did you know? He no, never just got, draw attention to himself. Right. Yeah, all, but he hasn't really started that. When, like last when it year. was just common collective, there was no, 
he didn't have nothing that he was getting caught up for. You know what I mean? Like the, all, every all the bad attention that he's got now has been since he opened his retail and like with the getting caught at the airport with the weed and fucking all of these violations yeah. that he's got now with all this stuff. You know what I mean? That's all. That's all new. New life. Ron has been. Ron hasn't been doing any bad in the eyes of Amco for a long time. You know what I mean? They had no. Like, you know, when I left there, I intentionally did not badmouth that place or him. You know what I mean? I, like to, I told a few select close friends the story of, of why I left and the conversation that happened between me and Ron of why I left. You know what I mean? But I never really went. I didn't go around like saying, oh, don't buy their weed or I didn't make any public posts about how fucked up I thought it was or, you know, any of that shit. I was like, you know, let him fucking sink himself. I just can't believe it took this long, but... You think this is the sinking? I don't know. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I, I feel like it's going to be really hard for him to come out of it on top again, but there's, I, you know, anything's possible, you know? there He could just come out with a bunch of fines and still retain his license and pay a whole bunch of money and some, some fucking reparations and, and try to try to make it right with God and, and the people and, and everybody. And people were starting to claim E. coli. Man, yeah, yes, yes. I seen somebody got E. coli. And yeah, and there's all kinds of problems and stuff. But yeah, that's dangerous territory, man. When you start getting into that Eagle 20 and that shit that's like, it's put out as poison and it's like specifically banned and all these applications. And it's like, that's beyond just... It's one thing if you put on your application and you say, I'm going to use fucking, uh, what fucking, I'm just trying to think of like a generic, uh, like even an organic pesticide like that, uh, that Nukem. Nukem. Yeah. If you put on your application and you say, I'm going to use Nukem, right, for my pesticide treatment, and then you're like using Nukem for like two years, right? And then all of a sudden, your buddy tells you that something else works better. And say the Nukem hasn't been really doing its job. You know what I mean? Maybe it's not working. Maybe it was at first and now it's not. You know what I mean? And somebody's like, oh, hey, check out this stuff that I use and this is really good. And it's, and it's just something else off the shelf. Fucking some bushwhackers. Fucking organic. Fucking garlic oil spray. You know what I mean? Some of that shit. And you want to just take that and use it and put it on your plants. That is a boo-boo in the eyes of AMCO. They yes. want you to give them a paper that says, I'm going to change from this pesticide, or I'm going to add this pesticide to my approved usage list. You know what I mean? I'm also going to use this sometimes and pay them money to make that change. That's what they, they want you to jump through their little hoop and be like, you know, dance, monkey dance and mm -hmm. fucking play their game. If you don't do that, to me, it's not the hugest of deals if it's just a jump from brand to brand, if you're using, you know, a lot of things have the same, uh, uh, spinosad is a good one. You know, a lot of pesticides have spinosad in them. You know what I mean? So if you're just jumping from one, you know, fucking garden insect spray to the next garden insect spray that has the same ingredient, to me, that's not a huge deal, you know? And even if you were to go from spinosad to like an organic fucking oil spray or something, like, that's not a huge deal. But when you go to from fucking this to some like federally banned poisonous substance that is like specifically fucking known to hurt people, it's like 
you know, how can you, there's only so many ways to talk your way out of that, you know what I mean? It's like, did you not know what that was? Are you going to just try to claim that you had no control over your company and these people, somebody brought it in without your knowledge and applied it to your plants and you had no idea this was going on? That That seems likely. Right, that seems like the, that seems the most likely story, right? Like he, he put the post out. I said already on Facebook. There's a post where he said that a disgruntled employee, you know, was incriminating himself or something, you know, something like that. Basically, just pawned it off on the whoever. Yeah, he, said he was, was like, like whoever, whoever took those pictures is the guilty person. That's what that's what I got out of his post. It was like whoever posted those pictures is the person who was holding that shit and who tried to poison my garden and you know that's that's probably his argument sure you could you could fucking fight that all you want you know but at the end of the day there's probably some, there's probably some footage and there's probably some footage of you know what really what really happens and by you know by what really happens I mean Ron coming in and fucking telling people what to do and go do this or do that or fucking do whatever and then them just listening you know and so yeah I don't know you'll well, be able to find when it came into the business well they can only go back so far on the footage you know what I mean well they can look at well like how can you even get it. Amazon, can you get it from the Amazon? Well, yeah, yeah, and that's that's the thing too. Is like, obviously, yeah. See, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure a lot will probably come out. You know what I mean? I don't know how long ago that picture was taken that there was Eagle Twenty in the building, and like how much time lapsed between when <coughs> when that all went down well, and and when the footage was recovered. You know I, what I mean? Is that the credible source you, being used? Because I, I guarantee you, you as I can of tell like, you this, that they know when that was put on there because certain harvest batches mm-hmm. were the ones that were shut down. Not right. everything. Right. Just one harvest batch, which entailed like most of the right. <laughs> industry's <laughs> bed makers <laughs> all had a little bit right. of Dude, there's, stuff. There's a lot of pissed all people. All that stuff has been yanked off. Yeah, there's the a lot of pissed off so people So let's talk right about now. that. What Chena Cannabis, North Pole Cannabis Dispensary, 1725 Richardson Highway between North Pole and Fairbanks, right before the Badger Road exit. You're going to love this place. Convenient access right off the highway as you're hitting the lakes the summer or Valkyrie's trip on the way out of town. Stock up on those special in-house strains. Taffy, sourdough, fruity pebbles, boost banner, green crack. Always a $5 pre-roll and special and $10 grams. Concentrates, buy good cannabis, good titrations, edibles, AK Frost, good cannabis gummies. Head on over to Chena Cannabis. Check out the full menu on Leafly.com. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m., 9 p.m., Sunday, noon to 6. You don't have to drive all the way to Fairbanks for your cannabis needs. Save your time. Get your quality cannabis at Chena Cannabis, your North Pole Cannabis Dispensary. Chena Cannabis. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.
what are the ramifications in the market? What happened because of Well, that? it sucks because there's a lot of people who had nothing to do with Ron Bass who just got fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Had yeah. nothing to do with him, knew he was a piece of shit, would have never done business with him, but all of a sudden, they just got product. fucked. Would have never right. bought his product. Yeah, would have never How? Done Explain him. that. I would have never bought so, his product. Right, right. So, so Alaskan Blooms right now has products on administrative hold because a manufacturer used Ron Bass's material to make distillate and then mix it with terps, and we got pens from them. So now those can't be sold. Mixed it with our terps. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. With our terps. But so you guys didn't know that the collective was used. No, no, no. no. But here's the other thing. Manufactured, right. There was was only like 4.8 grams put into like a 20,000 gram batch. Right. But see here. But so that. And then distillated. So it's at like a point zero zero. Right, but that's that's us. We're we're pretty more we're like deeper targeting that because we gave material to the manufacturer. They set aside terps of our material, mixed it with that distillate, then we got those pens back. So we were pretty it's like a personal thing, you know what I mean? There's retails who have products who don't have a cultivation or a manufacturing license. All they did was buy products to sell in their store and their products just got fucking yanked. So they're looking at where they got their products from, like, give me my damn money back. Like, you know, I just paid you for this and now I can't sell it out of my store. What happens now? So, are they, are so they now those manufacturers who made those products are looking at Ron like, hey, <laughs> we just made this stuff out of your product and now we can't sell it. And we're in the fucking hole now for all this product that we just put out to everybody. Oh, so, nobody's running around handing out money right now. No, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah stop. Everybody's yeah, asshole yeah, puckered stop. up real quick. Yeah. Hey, did you ask? Listen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, not even ask that. Just like, hey, what's up? And this is what I was told. What I was told is, hey, we're working on it. <clears throat> I was told the exact amounts, which is minuscule. A jar right. was scraped out. Right. And that was thrown into the distillate pile, you know, and then distillated. So right. the percentage of his in the finished product would be like point zero 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 seven. Right. So all we you need, know. all we need is a pesticide-free sample. Yeah, test. yeah. You know what I mean? From that batch. From that batch. If, if a sample can be pulled from that batch and tested for pesticides, mysteriously, I don't know how. And, and it well, can just be... they got to send it out of state. Shh, I don't know what's No, happening. no. I'm well, I don't want to be quiet about it because no, this, here's my thing is... <laughs> I'm just playing. Like, if, yeah, uh, you know, I've got a few things is like, you know, Amco gets away with some shit yeah, that, that we're not allowed to get away with. They can send shit out of state <coughs> and have it tested. Yeah, and, and here's the other trick. If they're not sending it out of state and having it tested... Why did they send it out of state? Because who's going to do the test in the state? state? The testing company, mm-hmm. in order to be licensed... I was reading Greg's yeah, tonight. That, no, no, the it says they have to have put up pesticide. No. No, it's more than that. No, you have to you actually get a clearance. You have to get a clearance level for pesticides. And then they ask this permission from the state for them to test... And then, because I was talking with the lab in Wasilla about this, then they have to get a grower that will come in and do all these different things like, hey, these five plants have been sprayed with Eagle 20 and let them test that. These five have been sprayed with this and let them test that. This has been sprayed at half strength and let them test it, you know, so they can get their numbers. And once they have their numbers, then they know because there's no way, there's no like numbers that are just out there. Put this code in and this is what infected stuff is. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing to compare it to. Yeah. So can test even. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about more. They can test I, I don't for whether it has Eagle business 20 or right? Every time I talked about his business. Who? Who? Lawrence. I was always wrong. So Mark? Who? Mark, yeah, can test. 
I don't uh, know how they. I don't know how he does it, but I know that this one tester told me that there ain't nobody in the state been certified to test that, and so that uh, leads me to believe it. if they're going to send it out of state, why are we not allowed to send out of state for testing? And number two, if they test in this state and they have a lab somewhere that tests it, why the hell are we not allowed to use that lab too? And why isn't it mandatory? And why isn't the uh, state operating? Because the regs only says, says every microbial impotency. <clears throat> Tell me this: How come an Amco law enforcement does not have to have a handler's card, but yet they can just walk in because they're a cop and pick up your weed? Guess because they're a cop. Really? Didn't you? Well, you asked. Didn't you ask? Um, well, yeah, I asked them, and that's what she said. Well, yeah, because they're a cop. cop. Well, yeah, but does that mean that a cop can just jump in a semi and start driving it down the road? Because I mean, what that tells me is like that's he can true. do it because he's because this is a regulated thing. This is not their property. Yeah, it's not, not like they're property. seizing it. Have they been trained in how to handle it? Or are they That's under the assumption that the fumes coming off it and are making them high? Because when they take it from an illegal establishment or someone driving with it, they're taking it as evidence. Well, here's what I got to say is this is what I've seen. From the time you started seeing things leak out, EMCO seemed to be right on top of this and did post-haste. Uh, you know, started uh, doing an investigation, obviously. And they found something for them to shut it down, you know, and to put a hold on all that product from those harvest batches, you know. And uh, So you, you think know. they found something scientifically, well, not just a picture? I, I would say after the frozen buds, <laughs> I don't think the state, because the state left their ass hanging out there in a couple places on frozen buds, you know. The frozen buds, like I told them, get a lawyer, man. A couple of the way they did a few of those search and seizures and the way they did that shutdown. I would have been like, nah, I better see some tests. I better see some tests. I better see some tests that you did, not some tests that somebody did at home. Hmm. Right? I mean, because that's just a lawsuit. Right? But, you know, in, in the way I look at it, they obviously found something or they would not put an executive hold on all their products. And it's just one batch. I don't know what that letter did exactly say. What the... Just that one harvest batch or anything after that harvest batch? I don't know, 100%. I'm not sure. There's a picture of the advisory notice. Mm -hmm. It says, all packages that originated from Calman Collective have been placed on administrative hold. All packages. Yeah. So anything ever. So you think about... You know, which I don't understand. Here's here's the part. Here's <coughs> something I don't understand. I'm just thinking out loud here. Mm-hmm. How big is that grow? A mm, couple thousand square feet. How many feet. lights? Uh, like 60. 60 lights. Including the bed. How many blue lights? Well, back then, about maybe, 60, right? Maybe four. Just because five, it affected. It affected. So, it affected so many people. It's like, you know, motherfucker must have had a forest in that some bitch just like chopping down fucking 10 pound bags. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good girl going for sure. You know what I mean? It, it obviously has to be big because, like, you know, the pen companies that I heard about that were affected are like Babylon and Top Hat mm-hmm. and fucking Refine. Mm-hmm. You know, all these places were affected with the product, which tells me that all those places had that product at one time. Man, just hope and pray to God that none of the edibles places had them. 
you know, because I don't know, you know, that oil would transfer. Eagle 20 oil pull out would just transfer right into butter, I would imagine. Right. You know what I mean? I, I limited heard, what I've read. They said that wouldn't be a problem. It wouldn't be a problem. You can eat Eagle 20? Well, I just using it on the cannabis. No, I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> so you can't light it on fire. Can't light the cannabis on fire. Uh huh. Two hundred degrees. Uh huh. Yeah, maybe but the if it's getting goes. used in edibles though, then it's then it's being cooked somehow, probably or heated up. You know there what I mean? Go. That shit's gonna does it go over two hundred degrees? When you cook it, I don't know. I guess the, not butter. when you may put it in the butter, but when you put the butter into something and cook that in the oven. <coughs> yeah, three fifty. Mm-hmm. Then you're putting out like cyanide into your. Bakeries. That's not scary, bad. man. Maybe it's like that powdered sugar on top. Oh no, that's peeing. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you what you talking about? A little a small part of me feels bad for Ron just because it's probably to him feels like the whole world is against him and like everybody's out to get him and like, you know, but I don't know. It's also like, you know, you fucking made that bed, now you gotta lay in it, you know. Well, why so, did you leave? I mean, just because. I mean, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I'll take the fifth on that one. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, I'm not gonna talk a whole lot of shit. Like, I could, I could really say a lot of bad stuff. But I mean, honestly, it was just a small argument that led to a conversation that made me feel really uncomfortable about going back to work. You know what I mean? I, man, I have that very similar you know, feeling. With so, yeah, I know exactly so it was just me. like, if that's the case, then, you know, I'm, I'm good. I don't need to go back into that and be a part of that no more. So Get off the shit that you so felt was sinking split, anyway. Yeah, and I jumped right onto I, I jumped onto a beautiful ship. It was just full of snakes. But... Snowcat? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll the fifth on that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the first time I met you coming down there with Hippie to pick up a batch right, down there. Right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember. Mm-hmm. You're all business. That's good. But all then, <laughs> then you weren't. <laughs> right, yeah, no, it was... Uh, it was, in- it was it good was to a, see. It was another really good learning experience, you know what I mean? I learned a lot. Uh, I feel like I definitely came out with more knowledge and experience than I went in with, and... You know, I just use it as a fucking stepping stone. Yeah, so, learn. You were just that was probably your was that your big metric learning or was that for it? sure? Yeah, no, hundred percent. That was like the majority of where I started fucking around in metric. I didn't really do shit at Ron's. I tried a bunch, tried to really get uh, back in them to like to get everybody in there. I wanted everybody in there to be able to do that shit because it was holding, it would hold things up. You know what I mean? It'd be like, oh, we can't Fixing people's mistakes. Right, we can't do something because only this one person could touch the computer. You know? like, <laughs> okay, well, everybody should be able to do these very simple daily tasks on the computer, you know? But yeah, that was, that was just a tough thing to, to get to happen there. But snow capped, it was fucking, that was my pony. So I just fucking figured it all out. And, yeah, and shit was, I was like, dude, this is it. This is all these knuckleheads were fucking scrambling over trying to figure out over there and having emergencies over. You don't want to see this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is dude. too hard. It's like, oh my God, stop. Silly. Shit is so simple, man. But, I, I don't know, but if... I mean, here's how I feel. I really don't feel bad for Ron. 
Nah, I we, mean, we all nah, had. Here's the reason it's why. It's just like it's just like there's just a part of me that like outside of like just He's a person, looking, just one right, of the originals. Right, just looking at it as like you know a a, a a human inhumanity. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I just feel bad that he's so Fuck ignorant him. to his own. Because I mean, he has potential <laughs> yeah. as a person. You know what I mean? It's not like he's a total just piece of shit. Like you know, you got to lock him in a cage or he's just going to hurt people or something. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not that bad. But he was an Alaskan. Well, well, I mean, I guess like I he don't made know. It through a bunch of people. You know, might he was our after our this, second but. what Charlo. You know, oh, after Charlo, we oh, we've God. got is, who else? Who's breaking out of Alaska? Dude, that for way? real, that's the thing, huh? That's, uh, people cling to that a lot. I don't know. I never got that, but oh, people which do way? cling to which, that. What? Just like the like somebody from Alaska who's like representing us on a bigger scale. You know what I mean? It's like they have chosen from the outside. Right, no, no cares. What do you mean chosen. Nobody. Well, the outside chose Charlo Green to be this representative of Alaska. Like what? Like okay, she was she was a story. She fit the right. story of what was going on through media, so they picked her. The outside picked her. Mm-hmm. She's got her, you know. Do you think they picked Ron Bass? We're so smooth with Ron Bass. <laughs> He's been representing us on the outside. Yes, <laughs> I think so. We will walk around in fucking to some extent. Suits, to you know? some extent, yeah. He's also so. been willing. He's he's out there. He's to he's trying extent. to do it. I mean, I guess, yeah, okay. He's out there. Flying with weed he shouldn't fly with. <laughs> flying with parts he shouldn't do. All right. yeah. He's out there putting out may or may not be putting out product right. that could be poisoning people. May or may not be knowingly using no, something that he shouldn't. But right? he, he so definitely it's like, yeah, has, that's great. Let's he definitely got that. his Woo! name and his face out there with fucking yeah. Jonah and Dab Stars and with fucking Hank well, and Afro Man and Be Legit and Just fucking p- all the shenanigans them, right? and... How did what happen? Like, how did he get? How did his face get attached to Afro Man? And he was sponsoring events where he's bringing him up. How did he meet Jonah? Yeah, how did you he met Jonah? Because I fucking hit him up on Instagram and was like, "Yo, fucking talk to this guy." <laughs> feel feel bad for Jonah now. Jonah's probably facing a little bit of that fucking wrath now. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know. Jonah's to some extent. We in, probably got treated right in the same in the same boat. Yeah, but you Just know what? Kidding. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I I didn't know any of these guys. Oh man, that I fucked that all up. I didn't know any of these guys. I didn't know. I didn't know Adam. I didn't know uh, Ron Bass. I didn't know anybody. Um, the people that I started hitting up on Facebook, you know, uh, Joe Trevino and Doc, and then out in uh, Colorado, in uh, Jonah Tacoma. Me and I started hitting this dude up, seeing him fly around. Told him I would pay him. Hey, man, I'll pay for your plane ticket. Come check out our grow. I'm seeing you do these tours. I would like you to come do a tour of ours, and I want to pick your brain about some of the different things that you're seeing, you know? Yeah. And never even gave the time of day. You know, like, you know. Because you don't, that's not what he does. Well, well, yeah, because, you know what I mean? But it's just like, you know, trying to get, like, that. You know, you gotta you gotta going. approach him from a marketing standpoint, one hundred percent. Well, like getting, you know, trying to get that bling going is what I was trying to do, and, right. and I'm not the person that's gonna hit you up and be like, okay, hey, listen, you know, I'd love to put your logo all over my shit. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, right. no, no, that's not the way it worked. It's like right. you know, usually you meet a person, and then you decide if you like that person, mm-hmm. and then you go forward, right? You know, never even like the time of day. What's really funny, Matt Ron Bass. Ron Bass like walks away with this old cup full of joints, you know. Like, I'm like, dude, fucking here, man. Fucking, he's, you know. I'm like, I just don't even. 
Dude, I've had like loud, three like people a, tell me that same story about Rob Bass. I walked up, took their fucking joints or their weed, and walked away. I'm like, man, you know, but it's like, it's like, fucker. it's like, you know, that whole thing. What happened? Is, What's the story? Well, he's loud, dude. He's a loud, he's a used car salesman. And I never knew that until about two or three weeks ago, somebody told me that he was a used car salesman at one point. <laughs> I never knew that. But right when we get it, when I met him, I told my partner, I was like, that dude's a used car salesman. He's loud. He's. You know, he's obnoxious. He does, You can't really hate him because he's not malicious. You know what I mean? He's he's not malicious to you. He's not mm-hmm. loud like that, but he's loud like, hey, you know, gonna, he got to take and run the show while he's there. And it's like, oh, man, you know, like, I don't Dude, I seen him around. at high times after, long after I had left that place. And he fucking put his arm around me. Oh, come over here. Let's take a picture with the drone. Like, okay, Ron. <laughs> Fucking guy's nuts, man. You know, I mean, like with 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 all that going on, here's what I got to say. We all sat down and we all said that if we were going to do legal, I mean, I, I I would this if if there is a company, there's a company in this state that has a license that didn't sit down and say, okay, hey, all right, I'm going to do this and do the best I can. Before they got their license, they shouldn't have a license. Period. If a person just if sat down were, and said, hey, I'm going to get this license. I'm going to make as much fucking money off of this as I can. I'm going to do as much dirty shit as I can do. Right. I'm going to do whatever it is to get that money. You, you don't know? make that decision then, pre, do you? Well, I mean, obviously, some people do. Or you just Some people know that the they're going to go in and it's like, like, hey, how do I get this license? And then how right. do I work around it or do whatever? Right. You know what I mean? But then they cry the same things, which, you know what? I mean, I'll tell you what. Like. I've always been in trouble with AMCO over taxes. They always get paid. We've always been in trouble with them over it, right? You know, and we have done shit to the best of our knowledge as straight fucking up as you can get it. It's not even that hard. It's not even that hard. It's not that hard. And you know what? We took the fuckings when they came to us. Right. I'll tell you what, tune in to AMCO's show next week. You know, AMCO's <laughs> next show is going to be a good yeah. one. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be there live explaining to them why this is again. You know, it's like a broken record. Next time, I'm just going to do a cassette and send it. That way, when it's up there, they just... What do you have to explain? Explain where their taxes, where the tax problem is. Because now it's like, you know, here's the same it works. Yo, you're late on taxes. We're going to parade you up in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. We're going to ask all your business in front of everybody. Right. Yeah. And then you can it's explain it to us and mm-hmm. then, you know, have the luxury of them sitting on their throne and telling you how it is when it's like... You know what? Roll your sleeves up. And get down in the trenches. Right. Play the game. Well, you but know? if I can just say one thing, and I just want to see oh, where you go. Would you state your name, please? For no. the record. Oh, <laughs> God, I am anonymous. I'm here to represent. The Oz is Why speaking. don't we, as an industry, as the legal industry, test for pesticides? You can choose to. Have to no, go. no. Because they don't, don't give a shit. But they this is don't, what I'm getting state, at. All right, because I want to tell you, the state regulations the cost. have so many holes and so much shit going on. The state on. does not give a shit. But I'm <laughs> it saying cost, that we should give a shit. It would and cost X amount of dollars because here's the reason why. The expense that goes. No, I, I, I understand. It's a rhetorical question. I know, but the expense. It's the honor system, right? The, oh, no, it's not an honoring system. Here's what it comes down to. You have the to expenses. The expenses accrued for those testing labs to be fit out and to be able to test for pesticides 
would not have let them open their doors. Oh yeah, oh god, that fast. So in order to get this going on there, state sponsored testing lab to get in order to get it going. Yeah, right. Should be in order to get it going. They just said, okay, we're gonna go through with this, and you know, nobody's gonna. If you don't put it on your license, you ain't gonna use it. (laughs) Come on, Mm -hmm. right? No, I'm just saying. You know, there's a lot of crooked people in the world. There's a lot of ways to test for pesticides that aren't ridiculous. Right. It's yeah. it, it's something that can be done. Other states do it. In the regs, it says that at any time, Amco can come in and test at cultivator's expense. Well, in for the, pesticides. The regs do say that Amco can do. We have. Are they going to send that out of state? Don't know. Well, I don't know about that. Either. It doesn't I mean, say about is, them. It says you guys have to pay. Well, yeah, I know. They don't say a lot of shit. Like, what bank do they use? They don't tell you that either. But they get a bank. We don't. They get to test for stuff, and we don't. That's cool. You know what I mean? It just seems like they're shit I'm, testing. Right. That's what they're doing to Rod, right? They're going to make it pay for the testing. It says that know. they can do it at any time to anyone. I wonder where it is going. Well, it has to go out of state. That's true. That's a good question. Unless right. they have... Unless they have a lab in this state One of the universities, that is right? doing it. Now, before we ever legalized, like we had just Did you voted, look up the regs? Mm-hmm. We had What's just that? we had just voted it on mentions it. pesticide thirteen yes. times. Yeah. We, we It says they have to have a plan for it, right? It, no. if you use it, you like in the very beginning it. of their um no on the on the testing facilities license. Oh. They I thought they had to submit a plan for pesticides and microbials and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's only required uh, by law that cultivators test for potency and microbial. It says a person seeking a marijuana testing facility license must first obtain the approval of the board by showing competence to perform each test the licensee will offer as an independent third-party testing facility, including tests to identify THC, THCA, CBD, CBDA, and CBDA, CBN potency. Harmful microbials, including uh, E. coli and salmonella. Residual solvents, poisons or toxins. Harmful chemicals, dangerous molds, mildew or filth, and pesticides. Mildew and filth. Nothing about human shit in there, is there? It said E. coli, didn't it? That would be filth. Yeah, that's a harmful microbial, probably. <laughs> <laughs> So it does say they have to demonstrate the ability to be able to do it. Here's 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 where here's here's the no, not thing. really. Because I mean, that doesn't really obligate them to do pesticides because that just says it says they have to demonstrate the ability to, but not pesticides because it really says that. One? Well, but mm-hmm. it says that they have to show competence to perform each test the licensee will offer. Mm-hmm. And if they don't offer pesticide testing. And to the mm-hmm. licensee, it's optional, and there's not a license. Right. There's not a cultivator out there. Or it might it might it's be a test to... they take also to prove the competency to do those different things. Yeah, well, I mean, it just says that they have to uh, obtain the approval of the board by show by showing competence to perform so each to test, test the licensee will offer. So if you're not offering pesticide. You don't have to show the board you know how to do a pesticide test. Right. You're not offering it. Well, and and our the cultivators' expenses are so high already with testing. They're not going to no, yeah, for another sixty dollar test to right. prove that we didn't spray. Of course not. So we why didn't we choose the other states? Did that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Why don't we? Just like, why don't we? Like Bob was saying, it was a conversation then. 
You know what I mean? I remember well, it being a conversation then. This is what this is what Amco's got to get I feel into like, their next phase in is let's revisit this tax. I feel like let's the number one testing. concern let's revisit this was people who had vested interest in the manufacturing facilities that were worried about not being able to make money. And why wouldn't they be able to make money? Because they why? They would because they wouldn't be able to run all of that failed pesticide material. Well, they don't pay taxes, so. But the testing company would still make the money, right? Who's who are we worried about now? The cultivators, the industry. Well, I mean, you're thinking a lot of things. Well, the industry, the industry has to have the cultivator, right? The right. Industry has to have the manufacturer. The industry has but to if have you're, a retailer. If you're okay, if you are a person who has a vested interest in a manufacturing license, yes, and you are having some influence over what is being tested for. Mm-hmm. You are going to limit yourself in the amount of material that you are going to be able to push through your facility if you stop everything for being tested for pesticides. You know what I mean? Wouldn't that just add more testing and get more money? It would add more testing and then things would fail and you wouldn't be able to make oil and edibles out of them. You know, And then have those tested. Right. You would, you know, it would just, you wouldn't be able to get all that material and make all that So you're saying a lot of things would fail at the pesticide level. Oh, 100%. Well, look at that. Look at the one that they're doing now. So if a cultivator is going to send it to a manufacturer, you don't even have to get it Dude, as soon as people knew... As soon as people know, that's, that's so many people have terrible, terrible growth standards. You uh, know what I mean? I a lot like of people it. that yeah, grow but you like it, but just imagine all the nasty shit that'll make terrible it to shit to oh, their yeah. plants. You know what right. I mean? Well, lots and of a lot of those people transitioned into the cannabis industry, the the legal side of it. Can you test weed for for those things? Could you yeah. test this flower for it? For what? Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. So anything. you could do independent testing of different. Not me personally. What do you mean? No, could um, could I uh-huh. go buy different cultivators' herb uh-huh. and get it tested for these pesticides? Not legally. Well, no, no, not legally. Why? No, because there's Wait, not you... a place in state for you to do that. It's okay. illegal to send it out of state. Okay. Where can can't individual? It? Couldn't he purchase weed or grow his own? No, I'm saying purchase. test. I want to. Can't yeah, but can't test, test for or, or wherever. So they one can't of the test for, pa- for pesticides. Oh, pesticides. You're, we're just talking about just pesticides yeah. at this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, there just, is no testing. In right. the state but for this that. isn't that kind of silly. Can't someone at the university do it? I mean, someone can't do it, right? It's well, not legal. So, so there's got to be a path to make. So just well, over the thing is that the university is that they're probably using federally funded. They're federally funded. They can. So they can't. They can't run fucking cannabis through their shit. That's correct. And in order to run cannabis through your equipment, you got to have a fucking state issued license in Alaska, anyway. That's also gotcha. So you know what I mean. Well, I don't, so I don't like, see how you don't got to have a handler's card to handle it if you're an No, but you have to be a licensee to process it or test it. Yeah, but the, the state could always say the same thing that they're saying with the with the handler cards. They're they're a state official, and that's our lab. Yeah, right. That sounds like the police. Well, yeah, because just over three years ago, I called the Alaska State Lab. Right, mm-hmm. and I asked them if they could, if they were going to do the marijuana testing, and the lady told me she's like, "Well, I really don't know if we will do it." She goes, mm-hmm. "Maybe, maybe not." And I was like, "Do you have the equipment?" And she's like, "Well, we have chromatography, and mm-hmm. uh, what's the other one? Um, there's another one besides chromatography." Can't but, think of it. Yeah, they had they had that they so, had both of them, and uh, but they didn't know, and that's where it always just got left because me, 
I would have always thought, this is what I would have thought, is that the state would have had the testing labs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that, um, you know, I definitely but that can, can see, still be done. I, I definitely see do, a, a, you know, a processing fee. For, <laughs> yeah, they better make it happen. For, you know, for, pro, for processing it. But um, at the same at the same at the same point, I think it, it would be have cheaper. been cheaper. It should be more affordable, honestly, because it's going to be one. It would be one place, one entity getting all, getting all of it. Of you know what I mean? Mandatory all of it. So honestly, it should be way more reasonable to get a hundred things tested. You know what I mean? Than the way it works right now. And, Plus, it know. would level the playing field because everybody would be receiving results from the same facility and not right. That's a socialist thought. The only thing, the only thing that well, it's... Well, I don't care. It's the, just when you well, have three different labs, they test three different ways. There's three different results. Right, but yeah, if they're gonna is, if crazy. they're gonna make it if they're gonna make it mandatory, then they should they should provide it. You know what I mean? It should be you should be able to have a third party test. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Would you, you guys have then to take have, a charge well, you onto you? You should have to have your uh, pesticide, heavy metal. Whatever microbial screen, all those screenings should have to be done by the state. Mandatory. You just attach it to the university. And you can go get. You can go get a p- third party potency. You know. You know what else? I think? If you don't, if you don't like the numbers the state gives you the for state. potency or something, you should be able to go get a third party potency test. Sure, why not? That's the only thing that will keep an outside lab in business. You know what I mean? That's the only way that uh, anyone other than the state would be able to maintain a testing. Oh. Would be able to be a third party, you know, like. Would you have a, it, all of them have to place. go through there? Is that what you're saying? Just all of them, and then a second. Well, I testing? would just make it so that the potency would and terpenes were not mandatory to be tested by the state. You know what I mean? Mm. Potency and terpenes you because can either do at the state or have a third party test it well, if you potency want. Potency would have to do really. Well, well you no, have no, to no, have it like done. Yeah, it but, not, 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 but you don't have to have the state do, do that test. Yeah, have the state you can have a separate place uh, do your potency test. Yeah, if you don't like the numbers the state's giving you and you go here and they give you 3% mm-hmm. better numbers, by all means if it's worth it to go do that extra test to get those better numbers then then do it. But you the know state I mean? should be tested for But pesticides. to do all those mandatory like pesticides, heavy metals, microbials, yeah. all those screenings that affect public health. Yeah. Is it reasonable as, for a cultivator to send out, like, yeah, just take two people samples are doing, and send People it, are right? doing it right now with the lab up here. They can only test for fucking potency. That's all they can do mm-hmm. up here. Yeah. They are doing no, they it, just got it's just cost prohibitive. Oh, they're open now. Now. The, cultiv- right. player, now. the cultivators are bearing already so much of the, the, the processing burden and the right. testing burden, you know, as far as, like, you know taxes and testing. I think the state should more test the need just, for the tax money, too. <laughs> Run a state retail. <laughs> no, no. Listen, listen. The state could. The state could flip this. Just white the state could flip this a couple different ways, right? And they could make some money off from this. The state could, you know, hey, it's this much if you pay cash, this much if you pay in weed, right? Equivalency. You know, it's another ten percent. How do they 15%. get the cash? Well, how would they get the cash out of it? Mm-hmm. The state it. could have an auction once a month and let all these other starving retails buy up that weed. And who knows? On a good month, they might make money, right? On a bad month, they might lose money. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what. It put the state in the game a little bit more. 
Yeah, you know they won't do that. Oh hell no, they won't do that. You know that, why? That makes them too vulnerable. Because that makes they don't it want too even. Business. They don't want to do business. That, no, no, you. that makes it too even. <laughs> that makes it too. Uh, I don't right. want to be on your. Too, you know what? They don't even want to sit at the table. You know, How does this say? Fuck you. Pay me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what yeah. they're saying constantly, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Your bird building burned down? <coughs> Fuck you, pay me. Mm-hmm. Car hit a chain? Fuck you, pay me. Uh-huh. <laughs> they don't give a shit. So let's finish out on that. Fuck you, pay me. Fuck you, is, pay me. Fuck you, is pay Ron me. Bass going to be able to get away with just paying it? And he's going to be able to be fine after this? It wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't Honestly, surprise it wouldn't me. surprise me if he retained his license. Dude, if he's looking for money, you want to sell that bus, get a homie. Yeah, what up? What up? Yeah, if you want to dump grass station, hit me up, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> well, sell that bus, hit me up, man. <coughs> I want him to change the color. <laughs> Probably gonna be so mad. I'm so happy. He'll either be so so happy or so mad. He called me one time and left me a super mean voicemail and shit. I should play it for you guys right now. <laughs> Did he? he left yeah. you a shitty yeah. voicemail. Yeah, you want to hear it? Hell yes. <laughs> Fuck you, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even, like, I I legit haven't listened to it since, you know, fucking around whenever he left. But it was real shitty, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, the first time I met Ron Bass, I met Rocky Brown simultaneously. You know, Rocky's cool cat. Yes, I need to meet him. I interviewed him through Skype, and I'm so happy to know that he's not with Yeah, they together? They yeah. were. They were actually. When we met them, Rocky was Rocky was with Dave Straub at that point and was going to precision, <laughs> right? My tie, Dave. <laughs> My tie, Dave. <laughs> I gotta fuck you. <laughs> now after all of that, and I met Nick Callahan, it's like, what the hell is that dude? <laughs> Hulk smash, <laughs> you know. Nuts. But the when I met those two, you know, I was like, we're. Karen's right. It was nice to Ron. I'm nice to everybody. Come on in, sit down. You know, but he was very loud. You know, he's like really loud and he's like out front pushing the things, but when you get out front and push the things, you end up in jail or you end up in trouble. You know, I mean, look, see where Ron is now. He's in trouble because he, he gets out there and he pushes the thing. It's not legal to do certain things yet. So we can't do them, you know. Um, but I, I was like, dude, he's loud. And he was like, follow me. And I had to go down because we were working a tent at this hemp fest. And it's like, you know, there's just like a couple of joints there. I'm like, man, just take these and, you know, it's a gift. And, you know, see you later. I just walked away, you know. And about like 30 minutes later, he makes it down to our tent. And, you know, he's just loud. He's got like 15 people standing there. And he's like loud. He is very good about gathering a crowd. And then he's like, gets it all loud, and then he like turns and looks at you like you're supposed to. It's, like, <laughs> it's just not my style, you know. Was he's he just, loud? Yeah, he's loud. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I thought it was used cars with a bullhorn, <laughs> you know. But that's just his personality, though. He's a very, yeah. he's a very out front person, and he's very, you know, he, he is he's a charismatic guy, and he's basically a nice guy, and he's not afraid to get right out in front and stir that circus all the way up you know and everybody just amplifies everyone else around them and if you're not used to being in that energy off you know i mean whichever your deal is you know some people are like i don't want to be around that kind of energy and 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 that works and so more come and and it happens and that's just happens to be in my opinion his his gift we were we were open for a year and a half 
in uh, the magazine called to do an interview and wanted to come in this magazine. It wasn't none of the magazines that are here. It was just sort of like, it's like, yeah, I'm going to be in town. I'd like to come in and do a photo shoot, do an interview with you guys. And I'm like, hell no. Now, you ain't taking any pictures of anything inside of my building. Yeah, we were pretty antisocial you know, this year. And, and, half, so. and was in very, an very like a duck, you know. man. Pictures on the surface. Oh, wait, I think I found it. Oh, man, hold on. Got to set, is there any setup to this? Hey, this is Ron Bass. Um, and uh, actually, Mo's on three-way here, too. He called me and let me know that you're, you were using some of his pictures as your own, and you were saying you worked for Common Collective. This is something that I did not know. I saw it in print. came from your email. It happened. Adam, uh, I'm trying to be as subtle as possible with you here, bro, and you just nonstop keep talking shit. So how do you want to handle this, bro? Um, Mo. Uh, this is, you know, I don't know how you want to deal with this, but, uh, I need to have this man back off or I'm going to start doing something stupid. I promise. So. I promise. Um, uh, well, go ahead. Leave a message if you want. Well, Adam, I said, buddy, uh, I don't, I don't like the public, the public bullshit. I was just, uh, you know. Private message between you and I was between you and I. It's no one else's business. So if you want to make it a bunch of business, then we can. All right. Well, here's the deal, too, Adam. You signed a, a work agreement that said that you can't be fucking around with a bunch of this bullshit. If you want, I can call the lawyer. If you think I'm full of shit, let's just do this. If you want to you wanna fight, you want to call 50 fucking people, I got that. I got 100. I got fucking 600. You think you're better than me, better than me? Come on with it, motherfucker. I'm right fucking here. I'm a soldier. You're a victim. Fuck off, bitch. <laughs> You went hard, man. It was too funny. So the backstory to that whole deal was um, when I was working at Snowcap, this fucking dude, Moke, he's a psychopath. I don't know. You know, he's, I know him because when I was younger, my older brother used to deal drugs with him or whatever. So <laughs> that's how I know who he is. So fucking he's, and I knew he was a little loopy, right? Because he's always been kind of like bipolar, like just on Facebook. He hits me up on Facebook, seeing that I was working at Snowcap, like obviously I posted a bunch of shit on Facebook or whatever. He hits me up in my messages. He's like, oh, hey, what's up? Fuck, you going to give me a job or what? I'm like, no, sorry, dude. Don't work like that. I can't just fucking give you a job. (laughs) He's like, oh, fucking immediately like went from, hey, what's up? Can I have a job to fuck you? You're just working for the man and you're a piece of shit. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, it's like that, huh? Like, you're just going to talk mad shit now that I didn't give you what you want. Like, that's cool. I'm just going to post all these messages to my Facebook so the world can see what a fucking psychopath you are. Straight up did that shit. Posted all those messages and was like, look at this fucking lunatic in my inbox asking for a job and then going ham sandwich on me. You know what I mean? <laughs> he didn't like that one bit. Oh, no. Because he he's like real, he gr- he like grows a little bit. He does, he's like super paranoid about his house and like. Oh man, I totally forgot where I, what I was even talking about. Talking about he went crazy and somehow Ron Bass got involved and gave you a phone Oh, Moke, Moke. <laughs> oh, Moke was fucking. Okay, so I posted Moke's I posted Moke's shit on Facebook and he got real upset. And he what he did to get back at me was oh, oh and so he fucking 
called the guy on the who was initially on the license who we were, we were buying from, right? Because that's all he could find. He could find out the name and like his public information whose name was on the license, right? So he found the guy's name, fucking harassed the fuck out of him, fucking, and I'm like, yeah, dude. the guy, the guy talked to me about it. You know what I mean? And he was like, hey, what's going? On? Like, why did I get this call from this crazy person that's saying like you're gonna ruin this business and stuff? He's like. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, don't worry about him. He's just a psychopath. You know what I mean? Don't sweat that. <laughs> Fucking crazy, crazy old moak. So what he decided to do after that and his plans to, like, foil my job or whatever, you know, I think that he thought that I just worked there. You know what I mean? He was going to call my boss, get me fired or something. But... After that didn't work, he decided to take and fucking blast my name and my work address and all my shit on this fucking like, <coughs> crystal meth fan page or whatever that he, for some reason, he runs, right? Like, that's like not fucking telling or nothing. He runs this page called Crystal Meth or whatever, and it's all just pictures of like crystal meth stuff. It's like, cool. So then he's like, he posted my name and work address on that page. It was like, hey, if you guys, I heard there's some about to harvest over here posting pictures from Snowcat's Facebook. They're about to harvest if you guys want to go check this out. You know what I mean? And like, like really trying to just be super fucked up. You know, <coughs> He got Ron's name because he, somewhere in there, I told him that I worked at home. Like, you know, and so he found Common Collective's license on the fucking internet called Ron Bass. You know what I mean? And so Ron, and that was after I had left or whatever. You know, fucking probably like six months. So or who was the other dude after. that was on that? That was Moak. Oh, him and Ron were sitting in a vehicle yeah. together. Yeah. Wow, they, was, well, no, he said he had him on three way. Uh huh. So I don't know if he was just it was like a conference call or if they. I don't think they were sitting together. Maybe I don't know. Shit was so funny though. I'd die laughing. I'm like, Ron wants to fight me so bad right now. <laughs> He's got an army. He's coming after his army. Oh god! Six weeks. Man, I can't believe I actually found. It. I want to listen to it again. Hey, this is Ron Bass. Um, and uh, actually, Moke's on three way here too. He called me and let me know that you you were using some of his pictures as your own and you were saying you work for Commonplex and this is right, something that I, I did not know. I saw your friend came from your email. It happened. Adam, uh, I'm trying to be as subtle as possible with you. Trying to be as subtle as possible. You don't even know what subtle means. How do you want to handle this, bro? Um, well, uh, this is, you know, I don't know how you want to deal with this, but uh, I need to have this man back off or I'm going to start He's scared. doing something. I don't know. I promise. Um, well, go ahead. Leave a message if you're not. Well, Adam, I said, buddy, uh, I, don't, I don't like the public, the public bullshit. I was just, uh, you know, private message between you and I was between you and I. It's no one else's business. So if you want to make it a bunch of business, then we can. All right. Well, here's the deal, too, Adam. You signed a, a work agreement that said that you can't be fucking around with a bunch of this bullshit. If you want, I can call the lawyer. Oh, if you think I'm full of shit, let's just do this. If you wanna, you wanna fight, you wanna call fifty fucking people. I got that. I got a hundred. I got fucking six hundred. You think you're better than me? Better than me? Come on with it, motherfucker. I'm right fucking here. I'm a soldier. You're a victim. Fuck off. You're a victim. <laughs> I'm a soldier. You're a victim. God, dude. Fuck off, bitch. <laughs> Hey, hey, 
Hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Tokers. You can find more episodes of this time capsule of Alaskan cannabis on SoundCloud and iTunes. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send questions and comments to midtoker at farnorthtokers.com. M-I-D-T-O-K-E-R at farnorthtokers.com. Here's Token. You know, this is one of the things that, um, one of the things that, you know, <clears throat> the way Adam's brain works is amazing. And something that Adam came up with today, he told me, you know, and uh, I'm going to make sure on Monday we're going to do it is, uh, you know, this part we edited out. Would you, let me just shut it off then. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah okay. Yeah. Fuck you, pay me, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck you, pay yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Epstein didn't kill himself.